the latest apps, the World Wide Web. It's Sunday Social with Vaughan Davis. Sunday Social Line, Vaughan Davis with you right here till 8 o'clock. Show number 174. My How Time Flies, the Proclaimers, of course, kicking off the hour. It's going to be a humdinger of a show tonight. As always, I would love you to join me. Text 3920, keyword live, and boom, up your pop in front of me. Or tweet me, at Vaughan Davis makes my tweeting heart glad. Later on, Mr Julian Waters, regular panellist, returns to the show with bad news for anyone who likes to get their music from Pandora. The Emoji Movie. Well, he's had a bit of a uh, bit of a sneaky peek at it and uh, is going to give us the lowdown. Is it a smiley face emoji or is it perhaps the pile of poo emoji? Mm, I think you can guess. And Dick Smith. It lives. First, though. Yeah, g'day and welcome to this instructional video on how to uh, wash a car um, with a baby. Basically, you just ask them to do it. You know, they love this kind of stuff. There's bubbles and a brush. And all right, you're gonna wash the car now. You wash the car with the with the bubbles. YouTube is a funny old place. You never know quite what's going to be popular, let alone viral. One Kiwi who seems to have cracked the code with more than two million views on what we just heard and many of his other videos is Jordan Watson, A.K.A. How to Dad. Jordan, welcome to the show. G'day, how are you? I'm really, really well. What is, for, for, those, for those people who are not among the two million and haven't, uh, haven't watched a How to Dad clip, what is How to Dad? How to Dad is uh, we make a weekly, a, a weekly comical kind of clip which is uh, looking at parenting with a, you know, your tongue in your cheek, really. Um, we make a little one, one and a half minute instructional video from everything on uh, how to change a nappy to uh, how to discipline a kid, and they're all a bit non-PC, but still family-friendly. So you say we. I'm, I'm going to go right out and guess it's not just you. There's other people in these videos. Uh, yes, it, it's me, and I've got two daughters, Mila, who's now four and a half, and Alba, who's two and a half. And uh, usually they're the ones taking all the uh, spotlight in the videos, and I'm just... Uh, the 1%, they're 99%, the cute factor and, and the viral factor probably. Well, I mean, take away the kids and it's, it's, and it's how, to, how to Jordan really, isn't it? Yeah, it's just some bloke and stubbies in a bush shirt looking a bit weird. It is. Hey, so, so where did all this come from? I mean, I've, I've seen the how to wash a car and I, I watched the how to get the baby to clean the house, which is, I wish I'd seen that 15 years ago. Um, what, was, what was your first video? Where did it come from? What gave you the idea? It, it all it all came from it wasn't planned at all. Um, I had a I had a friend who had a baby on the way. Um, at the time, my wife had gone out with my eldest daughter and my youngest Alba. She was about four months old, and this was on a weekend. And I was just bored at home um, and figured uh, I'd make a, a little video that he might find quite funny. 
um, and I slapped together a video called How to Hold a Baby. Um, I, I hadn't really made a YouTube video ever before that. I hadn't called myself How to Dad or anything. I was just an, an ordinary bloke making a video that I thought was funny. Um, I posted it uh, on YouTube and then shared that link to his Facebook page. And then I, it was kind of like on a Sunday afternoon around 3 o'clock. And then I went to bed that night and woke up in the morning and my phone was just full of YouTube notifications and Facebook notifications. I didn't know what was going on and, and the video, yeah, had gone viral um, all around the world. Every news agency was picking up and running with it. And from there, we kind of thought there must be something in this and uh, committed to making a new video every week. So just literally overnight, you make, you make a corny video for your mate and you wake up in the morning and, and worldwide media has uh, fixed its steely gaze on you. Yeah, well, it is that. Yeah, it is that kind of cheesy story. But it was, it was overnight that that video took off, and we had, uh, you know, we had our three days. Internet moves pretty fast. It was only about three days of fame, where your emails flooded with every agency asking, "Can they post this? Can they talk to you?" And so and so. And then we didn't really do it. We didn't do anything for another five, six months after that. Um, we just made that one, and then it was a few people saying, "Hey." There was, there was something in that. You should look at maybe, you know, trying to do something along those lines and do some more videos. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. And then we, you know, a little while after that, we're like, all right, let's do it. And uh, apparently the internet's all about consistency and YouTube. So we, we made it that every Monday we would post a new how-to video. We've been doing that for the last, I think, eight, just over 18 months, two years. So tell, tell us about the process. Uh, you, you know, you sit down, you have an idea. Well, maybe you don't sit down. Maybe you're out walking a pram. I don't know. You have an idea for a video. What's the process from, from that point to, you know, it, it being live on YouTube? What are the steps you go through? Yeah, this, uh, like it isn't really a sit-down process. I don't, it, it is one of those things where you'll be walking around and something will pop in your head. Um, biggest thing for us is always, I always say us, it, it is very much a, the kids are, you know, a big part of it. My wife is, kind of gets the final sign-off, but it is a, a lot of me when I say us. It's still me coming up with the ideas in a sense, and it might be just saying that pops in my head or someone might mention something when you're out, and you're like, oh, that could actually work into a how-to video. Um, and then I might scribble that down on my phone or any piece of paper that's around house around the house, and then uh, one weekend when the kids are have had their daytime nap and a belly full of food, that, that's you've got a golden hour, really, where they're going to be happy little kids and um, be part of your silly video. Um, from there, we kind of shoot it. And a, a lot of it is me ad-libbing a long way. I mean, kids will do whatever they want, and I just try and make it work around them. And then edit it together and get it up online. Um, every Monday evening, usually, is, is the exact time that we do the video. And, and then you hope it does well. So in, in, the, in the world of advertising and, you know, TV, TV comedy and stuff, you know, you'd have a... A, a film crew, a couple of really expensive cameras, a you know audio guy with the, the the boom mic that keeps embarrassingly appearing in the shot, and an entire editing suite. So tell me about your uh, technological setup. Uh, my technological uh, is very very basic compared compared to that. Um, we're I'm a one man band. When I first did it, it was just we we, we did have a a little Canon camera that we used to take. Photos. We bought it when we had our first baby, so we could take good photos and you, try you to be do, don't you? professional photographers yeah but yeah. and and that had a video mode so the first video i did that camera was just sitting on the table um at, at the right height for the how to hold a baby and that all worked well um and we've carried on using that, that style of camera just a DS, dslr camera and um recently oh, probably six months ago i bought a proper little mic to sit on top of it um, because we started doing videos for brands and you wanted to make sure that the audio wasn't all 
windy and when you're going outside. That, that's but, often, uh, yeah. often a part of videos that are uh, sort of overlooked. You know, that people people will put up with pretty dodgy picture quality if they the audio is good. Oh, yeah. If the audio is good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's the difference with you know we're, we're not making a video that's you know a commercial that's going to go on TV. We're making a video for the internet, and and people are a lot more flexible in quality. And that's kind of I think some. Uh, you know, a, a part of it that people like is my videos are a bit rough around the edges. They're not trying to be too fancy. Um, you know, some shots don't look the best, but as long as the cuteness and comedy is there, then people like it. So so what, what are your tricks for getting the girls to perform? Because, you know, the old adage from showbiz is, you know, never work with animals or children. Um, have any of your shoots ever gone horribly wrong because, you know, your, your daughters just would not play ball? Yeah, we try we try not to put too much pressure. I mean, um, the first ones we're doing with Alba when she was a baby, as such, um, they're quite easy because uh, a baby. A prop. Yeah, she's just in a sense. Yeah, that, and they're the most fun ones. She's you know she's up for anything. Yeah, showing different holds and yeah, or you're strapping her in a in a front pack and she's happy to smile and cool at the camera and, and and you've got a winner. As they get older, obviously it gets a little bit harder when they're full of energy and running around. But as I say, we've got that golden hour. They have their daytime nap. They wake up and you make sure you give them a, a good feed and, and then they're pretty happy for the next few hours. So we, we try and do them then, but never put too much stress on it. If we, you know, if I've got an idea and I start to try and film it and they don't want to be part of it, we'll just stop and try it again the next day or, and don't try and apply too much pressure to ourselves. Have any of the videos, you know, you've sent them out into the world with uh, with the greatest hopes, have any of them just fallen flat? You know, the, the world just doesn't get it? Um, the the one that would have fallen flat is I did uh, leading up to we made a um, a web series kind of mockumentary on uh, gumboot throwing, and leading up to that I did uh, the big viral thing on the internet was the water bottle flipping challenges where everyone's flipping their water bottle to land it perfectly. Yes, oh, like, golden days! I remember those yeah. days. So so I came up with the gumboot flip challenge, and I filmed one of me all around different locations around Auckland flipping gumboots and landing it perfectly. But the thing is that. Uh, I've got 1.3 million followers on Facebook and only 200,000 or just over 200,000 of them are New Zealanders and we're the only ones that call them gumboots. So that's a video that is still one of my favourite to date. It's just a random video. It's not a how-to, it's not a parenting video, it's just me flipping gumboots. But it didn't take off just for the fact that everyone's like, what are gumboots? And so the title doesn't connect with people and they don't click on it. But um, they, they, all, they all have um, what we would call success. Um, viral success is much much more hard to come by um, but we've, we've had quite a few viral that that's what boosted the page and grow and grew our page so quickly is that we had a few viral back to back well the, the, um, the, the gumboot qual- uh, comments are really interesting one because um you know this is a little known new zealand comedy fact we all know the gumboot song of course by you know by john clark fred dag yeah but that, that was a cover did you know that it's a cover version of, of of an english song called the welly song Oh wow! Did you know that? Yeah, you, you, no, you, don't you, tell me that. You start to question everything now, right? Yeah, you're, yeah. Que- you're questioning everything. Uh, is is there any other aspect of uh, you know your, your Kiwi guy in a, in a Swanee and uh, you know the occasional gumboot that fails to fire with that that offshore audience? Because you, you know if you want any decent numbers on YouTube, it's got to go beyond these shores, right? Yeah, yeah. I I never started off thinking international. Like when we started making our videos, I was just making them as a Kiwi making videos and then you start to, you know, you can click on your statistics on Facebook and then I start to see that, oh, it's actually big, our biggest audience is America. So then, uh, for example, we did one, you know, how to go, 
you know how to go grocery shopping with a baby and you, or you just got to make sure you're using the right terms and you can't say how to take a baby to the supermarket because they don't call it a supermarket so it's just those little things you're always trying to think now anyway international um but i think from the get-go the the thing that caught um, other countries' eye is that who's this guy wearing a bush shirt and stubbies and every and short short? Well, they just they just look at me as a weirdo in short shorts, where stubbies are very normal here. Um, but I think that caught attention as well that this this weird guy with a funny accent and wears the same costume in every video. And what's he up to? And so people started following to find out what it was all about. Hey, we should uh, we should kick off the uh, the next half. We're going to go to a break. We should kick off the next half with a uh, another how to dad video. What's uh, what's your what's your pick? What's your recommendation? Uh, a, a good one to chat about. Yeah, yeah, good one to chat about. Good one to play a bit of audio from. Um, yeah, it would be how to get a baby to clean the house. It's one of my favourites. How to get a baby to clean the house. If you're listening and you haven't quite got the house clean yet and you've got a baby, well, we've got all the answers to that right after this. Nav- Navigate. Navigating the dig- digital, digital landscape. landscape. Sunday Social with Vaughan Davis. Uh, yeah, g'day and uh, welcome to this instructional video on how to get a baby to uh, clean the house. Uh, basically, their babies, they'll do anything, so you just ask them to do it. Right, you, you want to go clean clean the dishes? You all got in there? Bubbles. Yeah, bubbles. Just a quick vacuum. Yep. All right, there you go. Welcome back to Sunday Social. I'm Vaughan Davis. With me, the star, well, one of the stars of that uh, video, How to Dad, Jordan Watson. Jordan, welcome back. Hey. 1.89 million, I sound like Dr. Evil in my head, uh, people watched that video. Um, tell us how it came about, how to make a baby clean the house. It was, it was, again, it was just a video where you're kind of having, ha- taking the mickey out of it. Um, you know, you're never really going to get a, a baby to to clean your house, but she was at that perfect age, my, my youngest, Alba, where she, you know, was trying to boss her way into doing everything and anything. And it was while I, while my wife was hanging the washing um, and I was outside, I saw her, you know, trying to grab the clothes and pretending to reach up to the line. So I figured that there's something in, in this. So um, we, we gave it a go and sat there and it was just a day, well, I think I filmed that video within half an hour and we just went around the house doing different things and she was just leaping it every single thing I asked her to do and she, she just wanted to take part. So she picked up the vacuum and started, you know, going back and forth and she's hopping in the washing basket on cue, doing, um, wanting to help clean the windows on cue. And, you know, I, you couldn't plan this kind of stuff. And, and that's the thing, you, I can never pressure or try and make them do something. It's just whatever they do, I try and ad lib and add a bit of comedy around it. And then right at the, the, the icing on the cake is the very last job I asked her to do. Um, my, my thought for the video was that I'll say, oh, can you help clean the toilet? And then you have a moment where sh- she's, you know, ab- about to grab a toilet brush off me in the bathroom and, and I'd cut and that would be the video. But instead, as I ask her, she just lies down on the on the floor in the kitchen and, and pretends to play dead. Spoiler. It was just, oh, it spoiler. Was, it was, yeah, spoiler. It was icing on the cake and, uh, yeah, it was just a video that everything came together and it was very easy to make and ended up doing really well. So, so how to get a baby to clean the house? I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking forward very much to your follow up in, uh, in, in 13 years. How to get a teenager to clean the house? Oh, that's you, impossible. That'll be impossible. I'm guessing. It, it probably will be, unfortunately. But you know, if maybe if the teenager has a baby, then then there, there's the there's the trick. Hey, <laughs> millions of YouTube views, sadly, don't turn magically into millions of dollars, do they? No, no, and that's the. Uh 
that, that, that that's the fun part. Even you know, before I was, uh, when I wasn't a part of YouTube and making these videos, and you know, you hear someone's gone viral and they've got a million views, and I was the same as everyone else. A million views, he must be a millionaire now or something. But it, it's not that at all. Um, a million views on YouTube, I think, it got me around fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars. Um, and my average YouTube income now is varies between five hundred and a thousand dollars a month. So it isn't something that you can just all of a sudden live off. Um, so for us, we're kind of now being able to make a bit of a living out of it in, in the sense that if you have a video go viral, you have a lot of brands, even worldwide brands, all of a sudden interested in, hey, what's this guy doing? He's a little bit different. He's doing family stuff. Um, we'd like to work with him. So we've um, been very lucky enough to work with some big New Zealand brands and, and do some how-to videos with them. It's been awesome. Well, one of those that's very close to our heart here on Sunday Social, of course, is ASB with our uh, regular panellist, Simone McCallum, who leads uh, social over at the bank. You did some work with them, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, they signed me up to be... They've got a, uh, a Farm Smarts initiative, and so they got a rural division, and they wanted a face to do um, some videos with them. And, yeah, I'm actually going to film one... On Tuesday, I'm, I'm heading down down the line to film another one for ASB. That sounds like a bit of fun, but uh, your your work, okay, well, it is work because you get paid for it. Your work has taken you beyond New Zealand as well, which sort of surprises me. Yeah, it, it, again, and we oh, not not because you're rubbish, but because it's so you know I, I see you're so Kiwi. Yeah, yeah, um, but no, we've been. Uh, what was our first? We got taken to Australia as a family. Um, that was with Ford. Um, and that was actually for Ford Australia. Again, Australian thinking I'm Australian probably, so I didn't say anything when Ford Australia contacted. I <laughs> tried to put on a subtle... No, I didn't. They, they knew where I was from, but again, we've got a, a huge following in Australia. They're almost just as big as our New Zealand following, so we got flown over there to do some videos. Um, we went to New York um, at the start of the year to a movie premiere, um, and we've just got back from Shanghai a few weeks ago to do a video, a, a travel video, so... Yeah, just it, it's insane how this all took off from one video. But the amount of work we I do work insanely hard on it. Um, you know, been given this very rare opportunity. This overnight something has just landed in your lap. I think you'd be an idiot not to try and make the most of it as possible. And so, uh, the hours behind the scenes that go into it um, is more than what everyone thinks. People think I just slap together a video and that's it. But there's there's a, there's a lot that goes into it all. So $1,500 a month, clearly you've got a day job as well, Jordan. What's that? No, that's, no, no, I don't. I don't. Um, this is my full-time gig. The, the YouTube money is, is obviously a, a nice little bonus, but we are, the, when we're working with brands, that's how we are making money. When we're making, right. We've made videos with Air New Zealand, with Ford, um, how to fly with a baby, how to, grocery sh how to go grocery shopping with a baby. They were all integrated sponsors, um, which is the great thing where we're able to work together and they know I don't want to be a sellout guy and do a big thumbs up and say, thanks, New World, or thanks, New Zealand. And, and we work together to make integrated videos um, and, and they're paying money. So it's these big brands that, that um, pay money. It's better than, you know, shoving pamphlets in your mailbox. Why not get someone who could potentially make you a viral video instead. Yeah, exactly. Now, another way, another way of capitalising on, you know, fame when you have it, of course, is writing a book. And uh, in the last 12 months, you've written not one but two. I know, insane. I'm, a, I'm an author. Um, yeah, which, again, it was just someone suggested, hey, mate, you should do a book with everything you've done. 
Um, so we went to a publisher and they were keen, obviously, with the following we've got, that means that sales could do well. And um, we had our first one launched before Christmas last year and actually sold out the week before Christmas. So we, it went a lot better than we thought, um, made into the top 10 and sat there for six weeks. And so here we are, we've got volume two, which just launched this weekend. So uh, it's gearing up for Father's Day and the Christmas rush again. So hopefully we can hit that number one spot. So what, what's the name of it and what's it about? Oh, it's just as easy, mate. I'm called How to Dad. The book's called How to Dad. And then the new one's How to Dad, volume two. Um, and, and basically, it, it, again, it's, it's for me, there's um, so many books and social people out there, pages that are telling you how to be a parent, all very serious. You've got to do it this way. You shouldn't be doing that. And I like that my page is one that, you know, looks at it from a humorous angle and you've, you've got to have fun with it. Um, uh, people need to have more fun with parenting and not stress out so much. And so the, the book is kind of an, and it's not anti-parenting, but it's a, it's a comical parenting book where it's a great coffee table kind of read. It's that stocking fuller kind of read for any new dad um, uh, or someone who is a dad to be has a baby on the way. It's, it's a bit of a laugh. There's step-by-step instructions in it um, and, and a few good uh, tales from my own experiences and me trying to give a bit of dad advice. So Which is the advice there where I've just added dad advice. Yeah, I saw what you did there. That yeah, was very clever. Thank you. I could see the little uh, trademark symbol coming down the line as you said it. <laughs> now, one of the big risks of humour on the internet, especially satirical humour, and the you know the publishers of The Onion have found this, of course, is people will think you're, you're, you're being serious and they'll respond accordingly. Have you, have you struck much of that? No, no, I haven't. Um, fa- the, the fans are usually on the page are usually very quick to pick out anyone who's um, who, ha- who hasn't really caught on. Um, there was one video I did where it was how to wash a baby in the sink, and it was very tongue in cheek. Where I, the, the, the video led in with me saying, "Next time you're washing the dishes, as soon as you're finished, just chuck your baby in there, give your baby a wash, and if they're a good enough baby, you can give them the scrubbing brush and they'll clean the dishes for you." It was all, all very tongue-in-cheek, and you could tell that uh, I'm not doing this at all. Um, and a lady wrote, excuse me, sir, I'm going to report your, your page to the Facebook um, Mark Zuckerberg, and I'm going to have you taken down. And within 30 seconds, everyone was commenting, no, it's okay, he's, he's just having a laugh. He's here to make you laugh. Um, so um, the fans are very quick to back it up. But I, I haven't had so many instances like that at all. Um, I'm one of the very few pages that don't actually get trolling. I'm not opening a door out there to anyone who's a troll sitting at home who wants to start trolling my page, but um, it's, it's a very uh, positive vibe um, Facebook page and YouTube. Very good. How can people find the YouTube channel if they've never never found a YouTube channel before? Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can just type in How To Dad, and I'm sure I'll come up the top there, and Facebook's exactly the same, How To Dad, um, and click on there, follow and like, and there's new stuff every week. And that book in the shops now? Their book is in the shops, Warehouse, Whitcalls, Paper Plus. Um, jump in and grab it. Look at that. Jordan Watson, How To Dad. Thank you so much for joining me on Sunday Social. Easy. Thank you for having me. Hey, and you can listen back to that interview as well as every other interview we've done at radiolive.co.nz under Shows and Sunday Social. And also head over to iTunes because it's all there as a podcast. But don't hope you're going to listen to that on your brand new iPod Shuffle because we've got bad news about that after the break. The Internet Explained. It's Sunday Social with Vaughan Davis. On Radio Live.
Hey, welcome back to Sunday Social. And for the people who are texting in, yes, the uh, the web address. The web address for that interview is radiolive.co.nz under Shows and Sunday Social. And once you've found that, you can uh, you can bookmark it. Does, well, does anyone bookmark things anymore? Does anyone? Julian, Julian Waters, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome back. Do you bookmark stuff anymore? You know, sometimes I do, but... I use those read, read it later services as well. Um, I save things on Facebook. I read it later and read it later, and I save them in Safari. And and do you know how often I ever read what I? Oh, I'm going to have a guess. I'm going to have a guess. Never. Yeah, pretty much. Never. Yeah. Who has time for later? Yeah. There is no later. I'm, I mean, there's there is no, only now. No. There, there is the video. You know, now. The, the, the thing that now, you have now, to now. see. Now. But yes, now is what matters. Now is what matters. Uh, well, although we later, we will talk a little bit about later. In fact, let's talk about the, the recent past and mm. How to Dad, because How to Dad is not just good, he's so good that he's a finalist at the New Zealand Social Media Awards, and that's something you know quite a lot about. It's been my life the last few months. Yes, he is a major finalist. He is a... <clears throat> We have um, we we have twenty two categories in the New Zealand Social Media Awards. This That's year. a lot of categories. It, it is a lot of categories. Fortunately, two of them. One of them is People's Choice, and one of them is the Supreme Award. So there's twenty that I have just organised uh, entries and judging for, which has been an epic task. Twenty categories, two hundred entries at and, the New Zealand Social Media Awards. Yeah, funny. I'd sing the song. Um, so yeah, we we, we finally uh, churn through all those. Scores, and we produced a list of five finalists in each of these categories. Uh, announced on Friday, so 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 Jordan, he's he's uh, how's dad is a finalist. You can off the top of your head, and I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh, what, what categories is he a finalist in? So 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 Jordan is a classic example of, of a very multifaceted talent in social media. We have him as a finalist for everything from the most effective campaign of the year for his work on how to fly with a baby. Yep. Uh, we have him right at the other end of the spectrum as a rising star on social media because, you know, you sort of... He's kind of come from nowhere. He's come, exactly. He's come from nowhere and he has risen to, to great heights. We also have him in parenting and entertainment. Very Well, parenting kind of makes sense, doesn't it? How to dad. It's kind of a setup. He he did this whole thing just so one day he could become a finalist in the New Zealand Social Media Awards. So without, without going through the full 20, because, uh, you know... I'll be dead by the time you get to the end of that. Uh, who are some of the high-profile finalists? Trust me, I, I feel dead organised. Who floats your boat? Yeah, who, who do I really like? Well, <clears throat> Hold Tight from ANZ. That campaign was... I got was one of those. So Hold Tight, um, Hold Tight was where they send out these amazing uh, bracelets for you and your significant other, and when the two bracelets are together, they light up, right? right yeah, right. Brilliant campaign. And, and Mine, Mine's still in the box if you're listening. Took off on social media. It was was absolute um, genius from a, a bank. Um, not 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 that I would. No, it's very clever. It's very clever. Banks sometimes do amazing stuff. I mean, yep. we we had um, Jamie Curry going to Antarctica. So Jamie's um, World, Jamie's, Jamie's World, World yes, one, one of ice. New Zealand's first uh, YouTube sort of multi-million view successes, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah one you, more, one more. What, one more. If I've had to give you one more. Oh, you know, I've been post of the year or social good. There's some great social good campaigns, but my my personal favourite category of all of them was post of the year. Something we brought back to the awards from the original... Uh, I remember those days. Yeah, yeah, the original sort of... Um, 
<coughs> uh, yep. version one of this whole thing. Um, these particular individual posts that just were insanely viral around the globe. Um, uh, Alice Bryan did one on consent a few years ago. That, uh, sorry, a year ago. It was the, the awards categories for the last year. Uh, that was that was brilliant. Um, spread the jam from Auckland Transport. Um, obviously, it sounds it was a video about how to drive effective politely and efficiently but they just did it in such a brilliant way that it's it's had millions of views around the world um and another personal fave from um news hub in fact um was an interview uh, at a i believe it was at a trump rally or it's or it's something in america uh, where a, a, an angry a, a charged up trump supporter said are you part of the clinton media what what's zealand what's new zealand never heard of it you must be part of the, the corrupt Clinton uh, media network. It's just classic. Crooked it? New Zealand. Yeah. I love it. Hey, so the New Zealand Social Media Awards, the judging's happened. The finalists have been uh, announced. When are the awards? When do we know? When do we know who won? August 23rd. We are planning an epic evening, an epic in scale, epic in amusement, uh, celebrating this brilliant talent. Never before has this been done in New Zealand. You've got the music awards. You've got... You know, all these sorts of things. But, yeah, you've got to add awards, media awards. But we have the New Zealand Social Media with all this brilliant talent, all in one room, one place, August 23rd in Shed 10. And, and how do people find out about it? Yeah, nzsma.nz. nzsma.nz for the New Zealand Social Media Awards. This is going to be another. This is going to be a whole new segment of the show. Now that we have the audio, it was such hard work to get that audio. I had I had the surviving members of the band Queen in the next room, ready to play that track. Another one bites the dust, but they got bored and went off to buy drugs. That's right. that's why that's why there was the delay. It was a, yeah, there was that's why there was the impressively delay. short delay. This, this is this, this is the this is the here to here today digitally gone tomorrow segment, Which Julian, is, because you've 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 you've, uh, you've you've supplied us with not one, not two, but three three things that all of us uh, over the years have treasured to some degree and or another. That uh, this week they all announced that they're gone burger. And the, the first one, the first one is Pandora. No, 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 not the awful, tacky, overpriced trinket bracelet things that you buy to, to you know, commemorate your so-called relationships. No, 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 no. The streaming music service. Gone Burger. What happened? Gone. Yes. Well, uh, various stories about what happened, whether it was uh, internal politics or anything. They, Pandora had targeted Australia and New Zealand as, as I believe, it, you know, one of their first export, big export focuses. The first export focus. So we, we don't know... We don't think Pandora is big here, but Pandora is is kind of the streaming music player in the United States, and it also is also the oldest. It predates Facebook and LinkedIn. Been around for a very long time. And if you foss it around the internet, you'll find my my interview with uh, Tim Tim someone or other the the founder and. The big constraint to international growth for uh, Pandora, and the reason why it was ages before it went offshore, and when it did, it came to New Zealand and Australia, was was music rights. It's all about lawyers. It's not about musicians. It's about lawyers. So they got the rights. They came here. Two years later, boom. Boom. Gone. So, yeah, disappeared. Disappeared. Did you you use it? You know, I I didn't. I, I have, I mean, I've tried everything. As I understand it, and maybe I need to be enlightened further, but 
I prefer to create my own, you know, playlists and tracks and everything else. And I do listen to Beats One Radio on Apple. I absolutely adore that. I love it. Um, subscribe to Apple Music if you're a real music fan. Uh, but yeah, Pandora. People loved it for its music recommendation. Yeah, well, th this is what I liked about Pandora. We're going we're to give it a big plug now that you can't get it anymore. Now that it's dead. Well, it's not dead. It's it's just it's gone home. It's sleeping. Pandora was all about discovery, and it wasn't a place where you went and said, "I want to listen to another one bites the dust by Queen," or rather, "I want to listen to Five Seconds of Silence." Then uh, then that song. Uh, it was a place where you said, "I like." Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. And off that, it generated an endless list of songs that related to it. And it did it through a thing, a sort of proprietary engine it had called the Music Genome. Do you know about the Music Genome Project that sits behind yeah, Pandora? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Th these days we'd call it artificial intelligence. Well, that, but that's the thing. That's the thing. It wasn't artificial. So in their headquarters in Oakland, California, which is the worst part of the bay, uh, but, you know, rent was cheap, uh, they have a room full of a thousand people who know all about music, listening to tracks and going, oh, that one's got lots of beats, this one's got, you know, jangly acoustic guitar, this one's got a female, um, you know, vocal track. And and they're coding these songs one by one according to the music genome, and that's how it worked. Oh. Rest in peace, Pandora. And uh, the one thing you can't do is listen to Pandora, well, you never could, uh, listen to it on your iPod shuffle because that's gone as well. Yes. You know, it, was, it actually was funny coming up with some ideas to talk about today, and you know, I was uninspired for a while, so I realised this is why, because everything's dying. But the iPod Shuffle, you know, it was a much-loved little that, That's the one, the little square one that was just a button with nothing more, like a little... Yeah, almost a throwaway thing, you know, so, yeah. so small, you... Yeah. But you could put... I, I don't know exactly how many songs the size, you The on size it, of... Now, no one under 30 will know what I mean, but the size of a postage stamp... That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, slightly fatter than a postage stamp, but mm. it would fit in an envelope. You could have posted quite a stack of them in a standard envelope. But yes, yes, it was really popular. But now it is no more. I, I guess now, thinking of the most popular uses for it, it was portability and everything else. But I guess just music is not enough anymore. You've got to have everything. You've got to have your Facebook updates. You've got to have your tweets, and possibly also the if things like the Apple Watch and the Samsung does that anyway. Exactly. Does it? Well, yeah. Mind you, there's there's uh, if you listen back to last week's show, spoke to a, yeah, spoke to a guy from a um, company called Earshot, New Zealand company making uh, in ear headphones that do this amazing thing where they magnetically clip to your ear, which is cool. You have to be a robot and have metal ears for it to work, but they're, they're teething problems, uh, and. and they're going to store all your music in the earphone device itself. Isn't, wow. isn't that cool? So, so you just yeah, touch the earphone and it, play, it plays your music. I guess we, all will, we will all have metal. We'll all be robots soon, won't we? The humans, uh, the, the, the humans are dead. Hey, just to round yeah. out the, uh, the, 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 uh, the trinity, the trinity of things that have died this week, I'm not, this is the one I'm going to uh, mourn the least, probably. Microsoft Paint. Did, was it not gone? This is what's been holding you back in the agency world. People that haven't needed advertising agencies and designers have had MS Paint. I, I can remember back in the day when I'd say I'd be in a, at a place, a new place of employment or I'd be somewhere and that was the only graphic software there was. And I remember trying to get a JPEG out of it because it only saved bitmaps or something. You know, bitmaps don't work on the internet or maybe they do now, but it was just impossible. It was the most annoying thing. But, but there was always that person in the office who said, no, no, I don't need anything designed. I've got MS Paint. But these days, I don't need anything designed. I've got PowerPoint. 
So rest in peace, Microsoft Paint, rest in peace, iPod Shuffle, and rest in, oh, that makes me a little bit sad because I like the discovery, I like the surprise, mm. rest in peace, Pandora. Hey, after the break, the apps that you just cannot get through the week without. Back soon. Vaughan Davis, hashtag Sunday Social, Radio Live. And welcome back to Sunday Social. We are in the home stretch. Mr. Graham Hill's round here somewhere. He's round here somewhere and he is itching to kick off night two of the weekend variety wireless. Don't miss it. Meantime, Mr. Julian Waters, welcome back to the show. Yes. Hello, everybody. <laughs> are, you, are, you trying to, are you trying to be uh, Jordan from uh, How to Dad Trying the Deadpan? Hello. Deadpan. How are you? How are you doing? Always deadpan. Always deadpan. In person, but yes. No, let's be a bit silly. Let's be who we are. Well, it's a, it's a fine. Let's be who we are. It's People a, love can love us just how we are. It's a they? balancing act, you see. Uh, mm. It's you know, it's seven thirty on a Sunday night. You you, can, you don't want to be deadpan, but you don't want to be breakfast show. It's not the breakfast show. Welcome to Radio Live. It's not that. It's not that. It's somewhere in the middle. Mm. Somewhere in the middle. There's nothing exciting about the next thing, but I'm very excited about it. This is one of the apps, one of the categories of apps that I use all the time. So my day job, you know this, is running uh, New Zealand's best connected advertising agency, The Goat Farm, tgf.co.nz. And one of the things we're always doing is scribbling out awesome ideas on big bits of paper. And then you go, oh, it's on a big bit of paper. And how do I collaborate with, you know, my friends in other countries or other parts of, the, of, of New Zealand when I've got this bit of paper and they haven't? Well, the answer is scanning apps. And scanning apps have gotten very, very clever. Do you use scanning apps in your, in your life? Julian? I've suddenly realised that I'm a dinosaur because I take photos with the Photos app and then touch them up and save them. Oh, you're a loser. Apparently okay. so. Okay, Apparently so here's so. the news. Adobe Scan. So Adobe is a uh, company that sort of owns the professional desktop publishing uh, market, so in ad agencies and newspapers and print, you know, um, uh, book design places. And people like me. People like you, Adobe. people mm. like you, they're, they're the Photoshop people. They've just brought out a thing called Adobe Scan, and this uses your smartphone, so it works on Android or iPhone, and it photographs your, a document, any document. Uh, you don't have to be perfectly lit, you don't have to be dead straight on, it, it, it looks after that. And it takes, does this clever thing where it takes four photos, one after another, to make sure that it's got the, the image really well, well covered and, and then ingests it, turns into a PDF, which is your, your usual document format, and stores it in a way that you can pull the text, if there is any, out of the document. It's awesome. I remember the days of early uh, OCR software, optical character recognition. That's right, and it got, yeah. it, got it wrong nine times out of ten. Well, Adobe Scan does all this, does it really well, turns your, turns your, um, turns your you know, your... your words into, into into text that can be edited and pasted into other things. It's free, works on everything. The only problem, here's the only problem. You can only store the stuff that you uh, that you you know that you scan off it uh, in Adobe's own document cloud service. It's a trap. It's a trap. That's a big problem. It's a big problem. So I was really excited about Adobe Scan right up to that point, and then when I realised that it doesn't work with Dropbox, which I use all the time, and you know, Google Docs, which the world uses all the time, I thought, well, I'll stick with what I've got. So what I've got is a thing called Genius Scan. I think it costs five bucks. It does all of that stuff. You're trying it. You're trying it over there. Yeah, I just downloaded it and tried it. I only, I only got half the show notes in my first attempt. That's because so. you can't point a camera properly. 
Well, you just said it was easy. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> it ain't that easy. It's not, it's not picking up the whole well, thing. It's, 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 it's easy. It's easy oh, if you know how to take a photo, I think. All right, got it, got it third time lucky. So Adobe Scan, mm. really good if you don't mind uh, storing your stuff in uh, Adobe's own cloud, but otherwise Genius Scan. Have a look at Genius Scan. It's like five bucks, best $5 you'll ever spend outside KFC, in what my it, opinion. But whatever you do, don't buy another filing cabinet. Just, you know, capture all your documents and, and the, stick them in the cloud. Save them on the internet. Oh, totally. You know? Totally. I mean, I keep my I keep my drawings and visual notes because you know they'll be valuable one day. People will want. You know, they'll go. Do you sign them? Wow, those are Vaughan David. No, because they're distinctive. You'd know they were mine. Of course. You'd know they were mine just to look at them. Hey, um, this is a bit of good news. We talked we talked about the disappearance of MS Paint, the disappearance of Pandora, and the disappearance of the iPod Shuffle. But I stumbled across something which I thought was dead, but was not. The other day, Dick Smith. Yeah, I, was, I saw you tweet about that. I was surprised. You did. I remember when Dick Smith closed down, they said they sold the... Well, this is the sad thing about a fire sale. They sell everything. They, they sell, sell the everything. furniture, and they sell the brand name and the website address. Yeah, so I was searching for... Actually, I was trying to work out the retail price of a thing called Google Home. And Have we, have we spoken about this on the show, I you and I? We spoke about that product category, yes. Yeah, the, Google Home. got one, Adobe's got... Yeah. Um, sorry, not Adobe, Amazon. Amazon. So mm. smart speakers, they sit on your bench and listen to you. Uh, so I was looking up the retail price of those, and and wing up comes the uh, the search result for DickSmith.co.nz. I think, wait a minute, I thought you were dead, Snake Plissken. Mm. I thought you were dead, and Dick Smith lives, and it's been bought what some time ago. But I, I've just been in the dark. I've been in the dark by an Aussie online retailer called Kogan, uh, which is a guy, a guy called Kogan. He's got a Kogan.com, and it's up and running and working. And as far as I can tell, uh, the prices. Uh, comparable or or cheaper than say JB Hi-Fi, which is you know probably a comparable uh, retailer over here. Um, delivery seems pretty cheap. So for my uh, my Apple speaker, you know, my, rather my my Google speaker, um, nine dollars. That's pretty. That's, yeah. that, this and, and the prices. So one hundred and seventy nine dollars New Zealand. I was going to pay for this thing delivered delivered from the states. I was paying two hundred dollars US. So, so worth a look, DickSmith.co.nz. Mm. Although, although since I've I've tweeted this this afternoon, I was getting all excited. Uh, a couple of caveats. Firstly, um, even though it's .co.nz, the stuff comes from overseas. So, if you're buying something big like a laptop computer, uh, you may well get stung for GST at the border. That's, that can be an issue. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. shipping, and shipping can be slow. So uh, caveat emptor, but uh, mm. dicksmith.co.nz, uh, worth having a look at. I'd go to PB Tech. I was there on the weekend. Love that place. It is, it is, it is a very good place, PB Tech. Um, Dick Smith is, you know, I remember the comfort. I don't know about you. When I was growing up, I did the electronic kits and everything. I loved that stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's very good. It's a trusted brand, brand, and that's mm. why they bought it, right? Because, you know, people like us... I hope they look the, after it. I hope they look after I it. I hope they look after it, too. Hey, um, here's, here's a story of not being looked after. So, Tesla. Good news story about Tesla at the weekend, right? Well, I'm excited about it, and I wish I could afford one. Um, you know, wish I'd gotten the queue well, a while ago and, well, and held my place. If you were one of the first 400,000. So, so t- tell us the good news. Good news is Tesla Model 3 has actually been built. So what, what, thirty of them. So what is the, so? There's, so there's a Tesla showroom just down the road from my house. Oh yes, Radio Live hosts live in the best neighbourhoods, and they've got the Model X and the Model S. And as far as I can tell, they're both six-figure cars, right? They're yeah. expensive. Oh yeah. But the, the Model Three is a bit different, right? Yeah, well, uh, I don't know what the actual New Zealand. No sh- one knows prices. No one knows how much it costs. No one knows when it's coming. 
No well, one it, knows nothing. The, there's a US price, and it's around 50 grand, give or take 10, I think. In, in, Z, in, in New yeah, Zealand. Yes, so it's 35, 35K US. So the Tesla 3 mm. launched only to 30 people. Employees, too, that had, that had Was gone. it employees? Well, well, they were employees, the first ones to pay the yeah, deposit. Yeah, 30 people got it. So, so that's the good news. The bad news is, so I, I ordered one, uh, and then I changed my mind because their customer service, my God, was the worst. It was just like a year and a half of you've got my money and I hear nothing from you. And no one likes that, right? Yeah, but it's a Tesla. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> they, they go, yes, yes, I know, I know we've got your money, but look, here's a rocket. And here's a tunnel, and here's a magnetic hoo-ha thing. Well, well to be fair, that's not Tesla. That's Elon Musk. Anyway, yes. Elon, anyway, Elon, you have my money. So six weeks ago, I thought, enough, enough, I'll have my money back. So it was a $1,000 US deposit. I'll have it back. And they said, yeah, sure. That, that's, a, that's a deliberate pause, because that's what happened. That's what happened. Ever since I asked my money back, nothing has happened. So, Elon Musk, I know you're listening. You know where I am. Give me my $1,000. I want it. If I were you, I'd just say, hey, look, you know what? I said I'd cancel it, but I'm not going to. It's a bloody great car. Look no. it up on the internet. Tesla Model 3. Yeah. Big we, screen. We, we, agreed to, we, we agreed to differ. Hey, mm. thanks so much for uh, Jordan Watson from How to Dad, Julian Waters from Control Room, Bradian Leggett, the, uh, the tech the tech expert in the booth. And uh, stay tuned for Graham and the weekend. Variety Wireless. I'm Vaughan Davis, 99.